Smart Talk is produced by WITF as part of our mission to deliver relevant, high-quality programming. Support comes from Capital Blue Cross, which shares WITF's commitment to being a trusted resource in our communities. Smart Talk is also supported by UPMC, dedicated to pursuing and pioneering treatments that will one day be the standard worldwide. For more information, visit upmc.com slash happening today. You're listening to Smart Talk on WITF. I'm Scott Lamar. The nation's blood supplies are at historically low levels, and it could have real-world impacts when patients need blood to be treated for an illness, condition, or injury. The American Red Cross has called the current supply of blood a national crisis and dangerously low. The Red Cross provides 40% of the nation's blood supply. They say that right now doctors are being forced to decide which patients receive blood transfusions and who must wait. We are joined by Laura Burke, Executive Director of the American Red Cross Central Pennsylvania Chapter. Laura Burke, thank you very much for being with us today. Why do you say the low blood supplies have become a national crisis? Thanks for having me today, Scott. Yeah, we are in a a period of a national blood crisis. This is the worst blood shortage we have had in over a decade. Uh, That is the reason for the crisis. Um, We've experienced about a 10% decline in the number of people donating blood since the pandemic began. So what are the real world impacts? The real world impacts are are quite severe. Um, Doctors have been forced to make difficult decisions about who receives transfusions and who's going to need to wait until more blood products become available. So we are in critical need of those blood and platelet donations to prevent further delays in some of these vital medical treatments. So how did we get into this situation? I think it's a compounding effect. As I referenced, 10% decline since the pandemic began in March of 2020. But as we kick off the new year, uh, our new blood collection challenges are just beginning as we face the highest surge of COVID-19 cases, as well as the winter weather across the country. Um, You know, kicking off the new year in, in the winter months, we typically do see a slight decline in blood drives and number of donations. Uh, and that, like I said, compounds with the the highest uh, level of cases we've seen since the pandemic began. That's contributing to that lower uh, amount of blood products available. So, you know, one of the big questions, I want to make sure that we get to this, is how can people donate blood now? The American Red Cross has a couple different mechanisms to make sure that you can uh, schedule your appointment to donate blood. The first being calling 1-800-RED-CROSS, and you can follow the prompts to schedule your appointment by phone. The second way is to visit redcrossblood.org. If you enter your five-digit zip code, you can find a listing of available blood drives near you and schedule an appointment. And the third way, which is probably my personal favorite way to donate, is to uh, download our blood donor app. Uh, If you go to the app store on your smart device, download the blood donor app. From there, you can create a profile and you can find a blood drives near you. And the great thing about that app is uh, if you do a whole blood donation, you're eligible to donate every 56 days, you will be automatically prompted to reschedule your appointment when you're available or when you're, you know, when you're available to donate again, which is my p- favorite thing. It's almost like having your own blood donation concierge. So those are the three ways that you can donate blood through the Red Cross today. I'm sure there are people who have some questions. For example, if you've been vaccinated, can you give blood? 
You can be vaccinated. Uh, you can give blood if you have been vaccinated. Individuals who have received a COVID vaccine are eligible to donate blood and platelets. You need to know the name of your manuf manufacturer of the vaccine. That um, is important in determining your blood donation eligibility. Will you be asked about your vaccination status? And so I guess this the question uh, that I would follow up with is, if you haven't been vaccinated, can you donate? If you are healthy, you may donate blood. Uh, if you have been vaccinated, it is one of the questions that is asked at intake. Um, I recently donated blood about a week and a half ago. It was just one of the questions that you're asked at your intake uh, for your blood donation appointment. If you are donating blood, and I think anyone who has done it uh, is familiar with how it's done, uh, and there usually are, you know, when there's a, a, a blood drive or uh, you're donating blood in a, in a setting uh, where there are uh, a few people around you, how can you be confident that those people are not infected? I know it's a concern anytime you go out into public as to your own personal safety. And I want to assure your listeners, Scott, that the Red Cross is committed to the safety of our donors and our staff. Um, every donor and staff member is uh, required to wear a mask at their blood donation appointment. We have continued since the onset of the pandemic with all of our safety protocols that are in place regarding sanitation, spacing out your uh, the beds that we're using for blood collection, spacing out the appointments as well, which is very important. So you're not going to be in a room that is a, a high traffic area. We do space out the appointments to ensure that there is space and um, safety met. For someone who has had COVID, can they give blood? That's a great question, Scott, and I would encourage everyone who has any specific questions to their individual circumstance to visit redcrossblood.org. There is a section there called eligibility requirements, and they will find everything that they would need in terms of a question answered about what their eligibility is to give blood. But we are seeking blood donations from everyone who is healthy and able to donate. So even if someone has had COVID but has recovered, they're considered healthy? If they are considered healthy at the day of donation, yes. And they, uh, you know, um, get through the intake process, answering all the questions and all the screenings. Correct. Laura, do you have to, and when I say you, meaning the American Red Cross or any organization that uh, runs a blood drive or collects blood, have to reconfigure your model because so many things have changed? people working from home, uh, people concerned about contracting the virus. Do you, Have you had to reconfigure, and will these changes be permanent? The Red Cross, I have to say, is really ahead of the curve when it comes to technology and the way that we're able to encourage and engage blood donors. We have a few different campaigns. So we, as, as at the onset of the pandemic, we did lose a lot of corporate blood drive business. But we have a campaign called Sleeves Up where um, you're able to, as a company or as an organization, start a campaign to get pledges for people to donate blood. And they can donate blood wherever it's convenient to their geography. So if you're a nationwide company, you can still measure that impact and what you're able to contribute to the blood crisis while doing so from the comfort of your home, uh, encouraging people to schedule blood, dry or blood donation appointments where it's convenient for them. On the other side, uh, through that blood donor app, you can create a team uh, to be able to uh, have what you would 
consider almost like a more virtual impact to your blood collection if you are a company or an organization. Um, and then, like I said, to those who have concerns about the safety of, of our blood drives, I have to say that, you know, that is our number one priority for those who are uh, rolling up their sleeves and giving the gift of life-saving blood. I'm O positive and I give blood as often as I can. And I'm, I think what I'm, I'm, I can do that this week. Laura Burke, Executive Director of the American Red Cross Central Pennsylvania Chapter, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you for having me.